Hey listeners, thanks for tuning in to this special episode of One on One, where we're highlighting just one topic area, and that's Avengers Endgame. We discovered in our last episode that we had way too many thoughts about in the Endgame, so we decided to break it into its own podcast. So if you haven't seen and plan to, we advise that you don't listen to this episode until, until after you've seen it, because there will definitely be a lot of spoilers. If you have seen it, or you don't plan to, but are still curious, we can also do that and listen to it as well. We're going to re-highlight our guests for this week, but instead of the usual introduction, we're going to have them answer what their favorite Marvel character is and or their f- superpower that they would like to have and why. So, would you like to start, Sam? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, would you like to start? Sure. So, if I had to choose a superpower for me to have, I would definitely choose teleportation, just so that I could like, travel around the world. For free, because plane tickets are too expensive. As well as, like, if you're late and you need to get somewhere, bam, you, you're teleported, you're there. Simple. I like it. Me too, I'm always late. <laughs> so you would also do tra- teleportation? No. Oh, okay. that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. Me. <laughs> what would yours be? Um, can I do both? Or do you want to go? Go. Okay. Uh, okay, so... My favorite Marvel superhero um, would either be Iron Man or Thor. I feel like they backslid on Thor, which we talked about last podcast, so I won't go over that again. But I think beyond how attractive he is, (laughs) he's a really good character, at least up until Ragnarok. Um, And Iron Man, I mean, let's be real. If you hate Iron Man, you're wrong. So, (laughs) Um, as far as, like... A superpower that I would have. Have any of you seen um, The Green Mile? With, like, Tom Hanks. Okay, well, there's the guy that's in jail, prison. Um, In that movie, he, he, like, takes away people's pain. Like, as far as, like, illness or whatever. Um, He, like, takes that into himself. And, like, that's his little thing. So I feel like that would be me. But it wouldn't just be, like, illness. It would be, like... Just any type of pain. So. Nice. Yeah. What about for you, Sam? So, I don't have a favorite Marvel um, superhero because I haven't seen all the Marvel movies, so that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it a little difficult. Just a bit. However, um, I really like the two women in Incredibles, so the mom and Violet, the daughter. <laughs> and if I could have any superpowers, I would be them combined because that would be dope, which is Elastigirl. And then Violet has like the force field and stuff. The force field, and then she, she can goes, be invisible, right? Yeah, she yeah. can be invisible. So if I could just, like, what if you could be invisible while you're doing the Elastigirl stuff? That would be so sick. And that is my whole explanation. (laughs) Have you ever thought that... Have you seen Fantastic Four? Yeah. Because it's kind of similar with that, with Sue Storm and Mr. Fantastic. Is that his name? So, 
Well, it's Mr. Fantastic, the like really smart one. Yeah, who's okay. also very stretchy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So. He's kind of annoying though. <laughs> I agree. Like, I would much Reed rather have Richards. Elastic Girl's yeah. personality than <laughs> yes. that guy. Yes, she is much better. Can I we agree. also take a minute for the way that they, like, depict, like, Disney in general depicts women? Like, Elastic Girl in particular is, like, slim thick. Elastic Girl is freaking <laughs> hot. Like, if I could have that body, but, like, I guess I'd go invisible sometimes, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> the whole time, just invisible. <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> I think for me, I would say my so my superhero super power is kind of strange because it's not like really specific to any like known superhero. But mine would be just to stop annoying things. So like there's for example, if there's like a baby crying or something, I just snap my fingers and all of a sudden like baby's no longer crying, people would be really happy with me. They're like, Wow, you did all these really awesome things and we appreciate you. The good part also though is if I fail to complete my superhero duties, not really anything bad happens. Like, yes, maybe the baby continues to cry, but that's also, like, not abnormal or is really going to change the fate of the universe. So that would be mine because it's very much like a low-stakes superhero operation <laughs> where there's really only benefits that can come from it. You know, I disagree with you because a baby crying, if they're, like, a true baby, not, like, a three-year-old or something, they're crying for a reason. They're crying because they're hungry. They're crying because, you know, they got shit in their diaper. <laughs> What's the other one? Uh, I don't know. Any crying? emergency type of thing. Yeah. They, they're hurting. They need milk. Have a fever. Uh, yeah. Need medical sick. attention. Need to I go guess to sleep. Yeah. the presumption is that there's also, like, someone responsible for that baby that's nearby. But maybe they're struggling to have, like, the baby quiet down. Also, like, other examples. Sometimes, like, I don't like waiting at streetlights when nobody else is around. It'd be nice to just snap my fingers. Light suddenly green. And you can go ahead and go. But also, if it doesn't change, like, you know it'll change eventually. So, I think it can still work. <laughs> so, yes. You, you would have a gauntlet to snap your fingers. To I'm with get Sam. That seems a little thing. excessive. But <laughs> I suppose, yes, I could have a gauntlet for that. I'm with Sam. <laughs> Because I feel like, what if you snap your fingers before the baby has, like, cried enough that the parent's like, oh my gosh, the baby needs help. And then you're like, snap my fingers. And now the baby's not crying. And the parent's like, no, they don't need help. And then the baby dies. <laughs> That's excessive. But, like... <laughs> yes. I would also say it's excessive, but we'll get to that later. Okay. But still, they're not having their needs their needs met in a timely manner. We're focusing so much on the baby. What about all the other opportunities? That was such a we bad had a, <laughs> We had all these other pet peeves you mentioned in the last episode. Yeah, that, like this These is could true. all be great opportunities to talk about like snapping the fingers. No longer have to worry about it. Not People going in the wrong side no. of the door. Snap fingers. All of a sudden, everyone's going the correct direction. I think, I think that doesn't even the, make sense. I think the hate started when you said it was low risk because all of ours aren't. And <laughs> we were like, no. <laughs> Yours is high risk too, Tommy. <laughs> well, anyways, um, some things to kind of highlight for the listener. Full transparency. We recorded part of this initial episode on Monday of last week. And so, um, like we said, it was just too long to put in our weekly episode that we typically do. So we took a break, but we thought it'd be fun to do a special edition episode. So the first part you're going to hear probably sounds a little bit dated. But since then, we've had some more time to reflect and we're still continuing with lots of thoughts that we have. So 
Um, we're going to pick up basically where we left off, but this episode will pretty much focus only on Avengers Endgame. So, um, Jackie, I saw that you took some notes, so would you like to kick us off at some of your additional thoughts that you have? Yes. So, the first one, being that it's like the beginning part of the movie, is Ant-Man escaping the quantum realm. Because if that rat or mouse or whatever didn't step on like the remote control thing to get him out of the quantum realm... The entire movie wouldn't have happened. (laughs) And also, I've been, like, waiting to figure out how he gets out of the quantum realm since I saw Ant-Man and the Wasp because that movie at the end also messed with me. Oh, yeah. And then it's just a rat. And it was two (laughs) seconds of a a rat stepping on the control. And that's it. The whole movie happens because one rat stepped on the controller at the exact moment that it needed to. I think I also have some additional questions with it because the van also was originally on top of like a rooftop, right? At the end of Infinity War or at the end of... The van was on top of Yeah, the, yeah. Van, the, the van is on top of like a construction building in um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. But then in the scene, it's like an abandoned warehouse, like kind of a... Well, it's in a storage area. unit. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm just wondering, one, I guess if like half the population disappeared. I don't know that, like, taking one van to put in a storage unit is, like, probable, I guess, to start with. But well, it's been five years, to be fair. At that point? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, like... So, I mean, they could have gotten around to it. Probably not for a bit, but maybe on year three, <laughs> they yeah. decided, oh, there's a van. We should move it. <laughs> but also, like, when Ammon was running back to his home, there were just, like, random cars on the road still. Yeah, yeah, like abandoned. Yeah. And the kid was like, Nee. Yeah. Whatever. Like, what happened here? <laughs> Gives him that look like, mm, screw you. <laughs> but I feel like, Kenzie, your point about the years, like, that's why they need to make another movie. Yeah. Or why they should have made well, another Well, that's what movie, I'm saying, so that though. We know what happened in those five years. Yeah, because not just Ant Man, right? But, like, also the whole, which I touched on last episode, the whole Bruce Banner thing, like, How'd you become half Hulk, half Bruce? Like, where did that happen? And I don't know if he got another movie or not. I haven't really looked into it. But if he hasn't, he needs to, because I feel like that definitely deserves an explanation. Yeah, especially since, like, in the last movie, Hulk didn't even want to come out. I know! It was that whole battle of, like, Bruce with Hulk. That's what I'm saying. So, like, how did that happen? Yeah. They're just there. Because he had to do the whole thing in that one huge Iron Man suit because Hulk, like, refused to fight. So, like, where did he come from? <laughs> How did that happen? I also wonder why he doesn't phase anymore, like, between the two. Because mm. I think in... I think it's called the Incredible Hulk. This is, like, when Edward Norton, I think, was on that. The was OG doing one? Yeah, yeah, and so he... Like, because originally he had gotten rid of it, but then he, like, found a way to turn it, like, back on, like, to turn himself back into the Hulk after, like, taking some serum thing that was supposed to, like, cure him completely. And so I wonder if that was, like, left over at all, and, like, he has just been trying to, like, learn how to do it. But I'd be curious to see if it goes back to, like, I'm always angry, but... Well, because he says that, though, and maybe it's one of the Avengers, the first Avengers. Yeah, Yeah. the first one. Um... Yeah, he says that. He's like, I'm always angry. Like, okay, Bruce, chill. <laughs> like, I have anger management problems too, but chill. <laughs> I think another part that we had touched on was also, like, 
when Thanos is fighting Captain America and um, <sighs> Captain America's shield is just like torn to pieces pretty easily. And I guess the question that I have is like, what is Thanos's like? I don't know spear sword. maybe for yeah, the lack of it's a like better two term. Sides. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder what it's made out of because it's supposed to be the strong. Well, I guess they only say it's the strongest metal on Earth and not in the universe. You mean the, the vibranium? Yeah, but I'm curious because he like what? tore it to pieces so quick. Do you know? Is the it? Scene where, like, yeah, Wakanda's not on Earth, so that Wakanda is, is on Earth. What? Yeah. Okay. Well, never mind. It's in. It's in Africa, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Early, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. No. It's it. It's it. It's on Earth. But it came from like a, like a meteor shower that basically like spewed all this vibranium like into like this one specific location in Africa, which like then the tribes there. So then would it, it? So then would it? Do you remember specifically that clip when it said in the Earth? I can't remember, but I feel like that Wasn't is... Because I feel like it might have been... Well, but actually, probably not, because Thor, with his axe and hammer, was made out of the star, whatever yeah. material that was. So I guess that would be the strongest. Because yeah. it's some type of metal, right? It has to be. It's an axe and a hammer. Well, and if you could go back to even when, like in the Avengers movie when Thor is fighting Captain America over Loki, mm-hmm. like that didn't destroy the shield at yeah. all. And that plant was already vibranium. So. Yeah. And that, and, like Thor's hammer, like you just said, is from like the strongest the star forge on Earth. Or not on Earth, but in the universe. Yeah. So. Also, unanswered question about that. Yeah. Especially since like in um, Infinity War, Captain America was able to, like, stop Thanos, even though Thanos already had all of the Infinity Stones, like, for a brief second, not even using his shield, just his hands. But then when he has the shield and Thor's hammer, plus Thanos is, the lightning. Yeah, plus the lightning. <laughs> Thanos is just uh, able to easily stop him. Yeah, like, and then also hopping back on the whole Captain Marvel thing. I saw a tweet about that and like there was like some people going back and forth about it about like why Thanos was able to like beat up on Captain Marvel so easily and like one person was like he had the stone the whole time and I was like no he literally didn't and then somebody literally like it just didn't make sense because they were like contradicting themselves but they posted like the clip and of, like, her getting the crap beat out of her. Yeah, like, okay. they, they kind of posted, like, that whole scene where, like, Thanos, like, had the thing in his hand and, like, yeah. Okay. So they posted that whole scene, but that person who posted that scene was all, like, he literally had the stone. But, like, he had, is it called a gauntlet? What's it called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he had the gauntlet in his hand, but it wasn't on his hand when he, like, flung Captain Marvel across whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, like. So, like, it was in his hand, but he didn't actually use Have full control of it, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So, but I don't know, maybe if because it was in his hand, but, like... I don't think my, so. I don't think so either, because... Because all the people up to that point that had carried it, like Spider-Man and Black Panther and stuff, still got the crap beat out of them. Yeah. And they were holding it. They didn't yeah. have it on, but they and were like, holding it. So if that was, was like, the case, then nobody should have been able to touch them on the way to Tony or whoever eventually... Yeah. And because, like, nobody was, like, freaking out. Like, they were all freaking out and trying to get the gauntlet from Thanos. But they weren't freaking out 
when he just had it in his hand to the sense that they were when he was like putting Wearing it on. It. Yeah. Yeah. So like I don't know that whole thing well, still doesn't make sense to me. Like even like regardless of everyone else's reaction, like having it on would mean having full control of like all of the stones that were in it, right? Versus like holding on to it. Would just be kind of like having a bag of the stones. <laughs> like you're not actually in use, right? But like you've you're in possession of them. Yeah, but like I don't know, like you, um, I don't know because it seemed like remember when he took like that one stone, stone out and then like hit her with it and that's when he like knocked her yeah. out or whatever too. Like that one stone gave him all that power. Yeah. So, I don't know. They did. They just didn't think about it that well. But also, if you think back to Captain Marvel, like, she was still gaining full control over her powers. Like, she hadn't really mastered that yet, and she's only had one movie. So, like... But it's yeah, been a long time since that like movie. In 1990. Yeah. And also, like... Yeah. I mean, it's been a while. And, like, I feel... Especially in the beginning, when um, Black Widow is, like, talking to her on the projection or whatever. Like, it seems like Captain Marvel is in charge of, like, the whole universe, basically. And she's, like... Ooh, sorry. Um, and she's, like, taking care of everything and making sure that everyone's safe beyond Earth. So that would insinuate that she has control over her power. Or at least I would think so, if she's in charge of that much. I think it's interesting that they never... I guess that, like, Thanos was the first person to think about, maybe I should take one of these stones out to make myself more powerful. Because even if just one of them had done that, that would have helped turn the tide a lot faster in the war. Especially the time stone. Yeah. I think that's honestly, like, one of the good parts of the movie because that was very unexpected. But going back, I think, like, holding the gauntlet doesn't mean you have powers. I think it is. You have to wear it. Whereas, like, if you're just holding one of the stones, then that's why you have the power. Well, when you think about it, though, whenever they're holding the stones, it's, like, direct contact. Like, skin to stone. And, like, when they're holding, or when they're wearing the gauntlet, like, I I know it, like, doesn't really make sense. technically touching their skin. Yeah. Yeah. I also, though, like, it's weird to think about how back in Guardians of the Galaxy, when one person touched them... They literally exploded, like the girl in that shop. Yeah. She exploded oh, yeah. when she touched the And then the Iron Man puts so. it on and he's yeah. just like, yeah, whatever. And like, then, I'm going to die, but like, not for a bit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> Reiterating spoilers. <laughs> Too late now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like how when they first introduced us to the Infinity Stones, they were so powerful, mm-hmm. but now like the power of them has kind of gone down because, like, every, like, a mortal well, used the okay. stone and But the difference, though, to be fair, yeah. the difference, though, is that they're in the gauntlet rather than direct skin contact, <clears throat> which I think that the idea is that, like, when you wear the gauntlet, like, you're in control of all of them, but it's not necessarily, like, 100%, like, the power is going into you, if that makes sense. I think that's the idea behind the gauntlet, right? Because it's made out of the same stuff that the hammer and the axe are. It's made out of that star yeah. material. So I think it acts as kind of like um, like a conduit for the power, but not like direct contact for whoever's wearing it like versus touching the have, stone. They have a lot of um, power because they're all being used in conjunction with one another. But like 
basically what you were saying is like they don't have as much power in the gauntlet like there's Mm -hmm. something stopping that right it's kind of like it's almost like um like when lightning strikes you know and And there's a pole that helps conduct where yeah exactly like i think it's kind of that kind of idea where it it controls whatever power that the stones are giving it instead of making it too overwhelming but the gauntlet in Endgame is not the one made at the forgery of the star. It's just Tony's. It's yeah. Tony's suit. And yeah. He doesn't. We don't know. That's what also true. He uses, but, but then again, like Thanos used the power stone in Endgame, and he had nothing when Quill. But the idea. Half but God, Thanos is a Titan, though. Died. Thanos is a Titan. Okay, though. but Quill is Titans gave God. birth. Titans gave birth to gods. So he's technically more powerful than gods. Then why did he get his arm also like exploded off when he used it another time? Well, the the idea is that the um, infinity stones are more powerful than anything. While we're on the subject of stones, I have thoughts about the stole the soul stone specifically oh. because. So we did clarify that in Infinity War they say like you have to give up something you love. Okay. Not what you love most, so that was helpful to know. Still kind of frustrating, I think, but I think what we've determined, at least as a group, is that whatever the relationship is between Hawkeye and Black Widow, there's at least some sort of familial part that like isn't explicit, but is kind of assumed. But my question, more specifically, is why, like, after someone gets sacrificed like both Iron Man and the Hulk are able not someone once like Black Widow gets sacrificed why they're both able to use it without having had to make a sacrifice at all yeah because because it would make sense that like Thanos can use it after Gamora dies right and that Hawkeye can use it after Black Widow dies even though I still think that that relationship has question marks on it but whatever um but yeah like eventually Tony uses it, and the Hulk uses it, and they haven't sacrificed anyone, so how does that work? Okay, but question. Do all of the stones have conditions? Like the how? soul no, it's just the stone. One. Yeah, the soul stone. Mm-hmm. Well, because, like, with the time stone, like, why is... I don't know. Doctor Strange. Strange. Doctor Strange, like, the keeper of the stone. Because like, it's been in like possession. It's been in possession of the... What are... I don't remember what they're called, but the The like sorcerers, magicians, whatever you want to call them, it's been in their possession for like ever and ever. And what's her name? Whoever the bald woman is, hands it down to him. It was in. Oh, I feel like that's a condition then. Like it has to be handed down because you're a sorcerer. Like he went through. I don't know because I But well, that's like, not a condition that's not a condition it of condition of the like um order that they're in. It's not a condition of the stone. With like the soul stone, the soul stone won't reveal itself until there's a sacrifice. But with the time stone, it's about who's in possession of the time stone that makes that condition. Does that make sense? I so it's a difference between the stone making the choice and the person who's in possession of the stone making the choice. Or at least that's the way I see it. It's like basically if you need to check out a key, like you can't do it unless someone's like, I think you're now authorized. And that's like what happened was the source was like, I think you are now able to hold on to this time stone. But that's technically the same thing. Like, but well, he you sacrifice, sacrifice somebody. But she... How authorized? <laughs> but I mean, the time stone, it's like they can't get it because it's in that like eye thing. 
and only the sorcerers know how to open that eye thing. That's the only difference between yeah. where like the soul stone it's hidden from everybody and no one knows where it is it's on a random planet and you have to but the idea is that the stone itself accepts the sacrifice versus like it takes the the sorcerer woman yeah. right saying oh you're worthy but like the power and i'll stone, open this for you the power and the space stone don't have any thing either none of the other i guess the, it's like technically in the tesseract and that has to be destroyed to get to it but there's been multiple instances of where it was about to be destroyed to get to it but nothing was like sacrificed or anything but i still think it leaves the question of like why is that like why can anybody use it and i don't really know that there's a good answer so if the Russo brothers are happening to listen to this podcast <laughs> i would love to know the answer or if any large fans have thoughts about why that is i also would like to hear your thoughts too are you throwing shade at me since I'm not a large fan? Oh, no, I just thought Jackie was going to hop back in with some other thoughts. But. Oh, I don't have any on that because I honestly don't understand it either. Especially since Hawkeye never even uses the stone. It's Bruce and Tony who use it. Yeah, Hawkeye, Hawkeye never was used like, the stone. Sure, I'll go get this for you. Here we go. <laughs> well, I think Hawkeye just went... Like, I because he was hesitant at first to go because he was like, don't give me false hope or whatever because his family. And so I think it was really Scarlet or Black Widow that but was I like think... driving that. And then she was like, yeah, I'm going to kill myself so you can have it. <laughs> Let's be real. I that fight that's... was really annoying. But Black Widow didn't have like a family in the sense that Hawkeye did. Yeah. yeah. Well, um... she didn't have really anything to lose. But Hawkeye did, even though he'd already lost it. If that makes Even any though sense. Black Widow was the one who was looking after everything for the whole five years of this uh-huh. past, like she was the one Which, that kept the most hope. I'm super yeah. glad that they're making a, another movie about her because I feel like her character was so underrecognized in all of the movies, not just Endgame, but like all of them leading up to that. She didn't really have a big part except, oh yeah, she's a thing. I'm excited to see because I know they always talk about the red in her ledger as like a recurring theme like for a lot of the movies yeah but I'm excited to see like what developed that because I never read the comics for it but other thoughts at all yeah so the last one that I was very upset from watching this movie was how short the fight scene was especially because of how big it was supposed to be because of how many people were there and it felt like it was five minutes and that was it. And it doesn't like that amount of time does not give un- that time doesn't give enough time to like show each of the characters their own special t- like skill or tasks that they have to do. And it doesn't give them enough time because like they just came back. Well, let's like actually see them fight and do something, but nope. Yeah. It's over. Loki, like, more than Loki the- or Loki. <laughs> <laughs> G- gotta be careful. Loki <laughs> is in the ho- opposite of high key. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like more than half of those characters who, like, came to the scene were <laughs> for no reason. Like, they didn't need them at all. Like, they had so many 
And well, I, from I a think... person who hasn't seen all the movies, I don't even know who half those people are. So it was like they were there, but like for no reason. And well, like Marvel okay. doesn't need to like meet my needs. I haven't seen like that's what the other movies are for. So that's like on me. But still, like, why were you even there if you're not even doing anything? Which isn't like they were doing things, but like how much was it actually contributing? to like well I think that's what Jackie means right because if they had given the fight scene more time then you might have seen oh yeah all of the army that came from Wakanda are doing this this and this right to like help fight because the idea is that like they're aliens and so they're they have other like strengths or whatever than humans right so we need a big army to fight whatever invasion is coming but like I think going along with what Jackie was saying like if we gave them more time in the fight scene, then not only would we have more lines than give it to me, <laughs> but, but like we could also see like each character's strengths and weaknesses and also like what each army, right? Because there was the Wakanda army. There was um, all of the sorcerers that came. Um, I don't know who else wound up coming, but they opened up all of those like rings, all of those holes in time, right? For everyone to come but gave them no time whatsoever on screen to show what the heck they were even doing there. Which is going along with your point. Like, we didn't see what they contributed at all. Yeah. Which was dumb. And then the people that we did see that contributed something were, like, dumb scenes because they either got the crap beat out of them when they shouldn't have, (laughs) or, like... Played um, keep away with the god. Yeah. Yeah, instead of just using it. Because honestly, if Iron Man can, if it was already in a gauntlet and Iron Man can use it, then any one of the like humans that were there could have used it. Well, so Black Panther could have snapped his fingers. Well, I, they I could, would, but they would die because Iron Man died. Yeah, no, that's valid. But I'm saying any one of them could have done it. <laughs> yeah, and which comes on, around to another argument. Okay, so then why didn't anyone sacrifice themselves beside Iron Man? I understand why the kid didn't. I understand why Spider-Man didn't. Because maybe he wasn't even strong enough because he was so young. But, like, Black Panther? I I want more movies from him, so (laughs) I'm not going to be complaining about that. Nobody would have cared. Nobody would have cared. Like, Endgame is such a big deal because Iron Man dies. Like, that is such a big deal. And that's, like, almost to me why it's the Endgame. Like, that's the end of an era because Iron Man's no longer in the era. Yeah. And if they would have just picked any old and neither is Cap. character, yeah. And neither is Thor. Like, that was the whole point. No, he is. He's going to be well, part of Guardians. Um, he's no Guardians. longer a part of the Avengers anymore. But, like, like that's if they would have just picked end. any old yeah. random character that, like, had such a small part, everyone like, okay, like, cool, thanks for sacrificing yourself. We really don't give a shit about you. Yeah. I agree. As far as, like, cinematic experience and viewers rise. But, like, I still think... If you're gonna be a hero, then you should probably be a hero. It really just leaves Hawkeye and the Hulk as the original Avengers that are left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Hawkeye's probably just gonna go back to his family. Yep. So now it's just the Hulk all by himself. <laughs> so they should no, yeah, I was gonna say, it's not the Hulk, though. It's Bruce Hulk. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's whoever that is. Yes, Civil Hulk, as they call him on the memes. But... So, I think we've had a chance to talk about lots of critiques. So, what is a reason why people should come and see this movie? For Thor. 
<laughs> oh my god, no. I yes. feel the exact opposite. When we said he looked at, he looked like melted ice cream and that's what Rocket said, it was true. No. It was tr- They backslid. Don't art. No. No, and so there was this tweet. It's hilarious. I'm just going to show you even though that doesn't help me. But like, it's like not going to lie. This is the only reason I'm watching Endgame. And then there was a reply and it was like, who go tell him? <laughs> <laughs> and that was Thor. so funny to me. So that's why you should go see the movie to see what's wrong with Thor. <laughs> and yeah, oh, also, this is my last point. Going back to Twitter, Twitter is just full of information. <laughs> so, Not always accurate. Okay, viewers, don't rely on Twitter for news. Okay. Not always accurate. <laughs> this part is accurate. So um, they're talking about like how much the movie has grossed um, at the box office. Mm -hmm. So it's a list of movies, and it's the time that it took these movies to reach $2 billion at the box office. So there's one, two, three, four, five movies on this list. So first is Titanic, which was 5,233 days. A little bit of a discrepancy, but I'll come back to it. And then Force Awakens, 54 days. Infinity War, 48 days, Avatar, 47 days, and Endgame, 11. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So, like, honestly, just go see the freaking movie because it's breaking records. But with the Titanic part, they released that movie twice. Like, there was a second version that came out, like, 10 years ago or, I don't know, something like that. So, like, that doesn't, uh, shouldn't really be on the list. Also, I feel like the time frame is a lot, like, people going to see movies, like, then versus now. And, yeah. And Marvel versus, like, anything else. No, that's another point. So, when you, um, like, compare for inflation, Avengers isn't, or Endgame isn't even on the list yet, but it will be, most likely. Yeah. Because, um, when you go for inflation, or, like, take into account inflation, Mm -hmm. Um, Gone with the Wind is mm-hmm. the first of the list. But then people are like, okay, but like, it was 1934. Okay, but Gone with the movies. Wind is good. Yeah, but like, it's I don't know. It's also there's during a, the Great Depression. There's, exactly. So it's like, hey, who's going to watch movies? Which like, gives Gone with the Wind a lot of credit. Cause yeah, because nobody had people, money. <laughs> so a lot of people were going. But like, mm, like, there's just a lot of discrepancies, but basically, Endgame will be on that list. Like, even when you take account inflation, Endgame right. will still eventually be on that list. Yeah. And probably be, like, pretty close to the top of the list. Well, I mean, to be honest, I feel like Endgame was a really good movie. Like, we've talked about a lot of things that irritate us, um, and I think those things are valid. But all in all, I think it was a great cinematic experience. I think it was one of the best movies that I've seen in theaters as far as, like, um... Well, as far as, like, um, what is it called? Like, CGI. Um, and, like, because I don't know about you, but when I watch older movies, I get really frustrated because I'm like, mm, that doesn't look realistic at all. But I feel like it's really awesome that people can, like, not only make it look realistic when there's absolutely nothing in the world that looks like that at all in real life, um, but also, like, people who score the movies. I think they did a really good job with the music. Like, I think that all in all, it's a great artistic expression of the comics i think with the exception of the whole captain america giving it to (laughs) (laughs) jackie um well for me like i said i had super high expectations. i was gonna say you had like really high expectations super high expectations going into this movie 
I mean, I think it's definitely something people should watch because it is the end, like, the end of... <laughs> the era. Yeah, the, yeah. And you, like, need to see it if you're a Marvels fan and want to know how it ends. But I, like, over the time of me criticizing it and thinking more about it, I have, like, come to see different parts of the movie that I do like and enjoy. So... I think it's just something people should see. And I'm definitely going to go see it again someday <laughs> and give it a second chance because I think it really needs it. And I will have better expectations going into it the second time so that I'll like it. Can we talk about the girl gang moment? The what? Like when all of the women in the scene like started going yeah, ham. To me, that just goes back to my other point about like what was the point of that? There wasn't a huge point of that. Like, the, it wasn't necessary. Like, I guess it was cool. I mean, I feel like they did it in Infinity War. They did. I and, think it was executed higher. Yeah. And I, 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 like, I mean, I'm always a strong supporter of, like, women in power kind of thing. Like, Same. I'm always like, yeah, do it. But what I heard, I don't know about you guys, but I heard that a lot of, no offense, Tommy... I really, I really, I like men. I'm not trying to hate. I'm not trying to be like that. But I heard that a lot of men used it as an excuse to, like, hate on women and be like, oh, that was so dumb. Like, yeah, women, girl power. I <laughs> actually saw the opposite. I saw it as men using it as an excuse to be like, wow, that was so hot. And it's like, okay, like, the mm. point of it wasn't to be hot. But, like, whatever. Yeah. Like, I have no comments. Yeah, I just kind of feel like it was. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any thoughts about that specific part? Oh, just about why you should go see it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think for me, I think kind of combining a lot of the thoughts of like, I think it's an end of an era, and it's a really great way to kind of close it. I like that some of the characters. I forgot how much like they contributed to the MCU. Um, like to the Marvel Comics universe, that I like that they had a little bit more of a role as far as like they've never gotten their own movie or anything, but they've still had a lot of contributions. Great example, Scarlet Witch. I think that scene where she is like, well, you will know me. Yeah. I really liked that. Like I thought that was really powerful. Um, it's when she's like, Thanos was like, I don't even know who you are because she's talking about how like he destroyed Vision right before mm-hmm. the end of Infinity War. Um, and she's like, well, don't worry. You're well, she did, not him. Well, because he, he goes back in time and then takes it out of him after she, like, destroys him. Yeah. He goes back, like, the 30 seconds or whatever. Yeah. But I really like that because I think it highlighted a lot of, like, the main Avengers, but it was also nice to see that. Um, I think the other big part was, like, just how much you got to see character development throughout. Like, I had kind of forgotten, like, oh, yeah, Pepper Potts is, like, a pretty important person in, like, Tony Stark's life. And that happens throughout the entire movie really like when her involvement so i think the supporting cast is really strong i'm curious to see how many awards it's going to be nominated for because there's probably a lot between like best picture and like best like supporting cast and all of those things so i will be surprised if it doesn't get nominated for at least like 10 different awards which i think in itself is pretty rare to see a lot so i think that's another reason why you should also go see it nominated Will they win that many awards or any of them? See, I always think that there's going to be ones like I feel like they should win and then something always surprises me and I'm like, really? That's the one that won? But 
<laughs> so I'm not really good at like predicting like what will actually win, but I do think that they will be nominated for a lot. Did you guys see um, The Shape of Water? Nope. Okay, don't. With, um, Just don't. It was the one that wore won like Best Picture or whatever oh, like the Panther. big one is. What? Like whatever award the big Last one is. Um, the Shape of Water won. And it oh, like best picture. It was yeah. It was so weird. It was so weird. And I like weird stuff. It was too weird. <laughs> like there was straight up okay. Sensory alert. Mildly inappropriate. There was like a sex scene in it where like the um fish person. Fish person straight up was like doing it with the main character. And like it was it was so uncomfortable. It was so uncomfortable. Well, I don't really give the Oscars that much credit. Like, I know it's a big deal. No, they're dumb. I never watch them. They're so dumb. I just find out what the highlights are afterwards. But I do think that... Green Room? What? Green Room. Oh, I don't watch any of them. I know, but like... No, never mind. You know (laughs) the controversy? No, I don't. About the movie? Well, it won Best Picture. It's dumb. Anyway, I could literally fight people about that. But... (laughs) Back on topic, the Oscars are just like, I don't know. I think they're dumb. I don't think they're accurate at all. Yeah. I think it's a group of white men sitting Uh at the top like, well, this was my favorite movie, so here you go. Yeah. We'll give one to the black person, just because we'll get pissed off, or like, we'll have pissed pissed off off fans. Uh Yeah, if we don't. And like, that's what they do. So, it's dumb. So like, go see Endgame regardless of if it wins an award because it's honestly worthy it's worthy so don't know like all the awards like what categories there are but it's definitely worthy of an award it's a very good movie i think agreed so with that we'll leave it there but for the listeners again if you have any thoughts or comments that you want to also contribute feel free to do so. Did you have one last thought, Jackie? No, I did not. Okay, just double-checking. But thanks for tuning in to this special episode. We're going to go grab food, but enjoy the rest of your evening or whatever time of day it is and you happen to listen to this. And as always, make good choices. Yeah.